1: baby. Is it a Riverdale roundup this week there? Because it's again, we're doing the ramp ups. We're in the ramp up episodes.
0: I was just thinking last week you were like, we're building to something. And then after watching this episode, I was like, whatever we're building to, we still haven't like gotten there yet. We haven't had that very satisfying red paladin episode. Although of course the red paladin did, come back as a theme in this episode.
1: Ooh. And actually, a lot did happen in this episode. Number one, I love the fact this amazing, amazing fan sent me a Cheryl's red serpent jacket. And the second, I love it. I wear it almost every single day. And (laughs) now... The pretty poisons are trying to steal my life. Can I just throw this out (laughs) there just real fast? Can I just say that the pretty poisons are trying to steal my life? They're all curvy girls wearing dark lipstick, wearing mesh, and now with the neon pretty poisons purple Jacket?
0: Yeah, I mean, that is your aesthetic.
1: Me needs, how do I get to be a part of the Pretty Poison? <laughs> Who do I have to talk to? Molly, get me on this show. I'm made to be a Pretty Poison. I'll chew bubblegum in anybody's face.
0: Well, the Pretty Poisons got their first essential assignment this week where they have to scare away two extremely moneyed, armed, I think, at least Hiram is, I assume, armed, drug dealers. Definitely armed. Uh, and essentially mafia bosses slash gang leaders. Uh, and the group of teenage girls, unarmed, uh, is now the security at Veronica's club. So, at Le Bon louis You know, the Pretty Poisons had it pretty easy for a little while, just learning their archery and stuff. And now they're kind of being put to the test with uh, with Tony having them be security and amazingly the gang leader drug dealers who uh you know are owed money by veronica walked up to the two teenage girls who said you can't come in and both of them said okay and then they just
1: turned around okay they turned around what are those girls gonna do they have no weapons on them they're not even that big to intimidate i mean like if you watched a fight between gladys jones and one of those girls Gladys is going to win. That's
0: the thing. Like, I'm not saying that, that you know, teenage girls can't beat the shit out of somebody. They can. But I'm not sure if these teenage girls can. And Gladys Jones is probably about five foot three. And she could absolutely, she could fucking put, like, I'd watch a fight between her and Hiram Lodge. Right? And that's the
1: thing. She could put you in the ground. She's a badass bitch. She murdered Penny Peabody. Although, <laughs> I mean, we assume. Because that might still come back. Oh, definitely going to come back. Right? I feel definitely. like something. Because we never watch. Watched her kill her, yeah. And I feel like there's a reason why we didn't watch her kill her, but that's a whole other thing. But also, we have to remember that the Pretty Poisons are obviously gearing up for a huge gang fight. The gangs in Riverdale have gotten to a point that is ridiculous.
0: I know, and I don't want to jump to the end of this episode, uh, because but we don't get there yet because it
1: starts off. It starts off with the showdown between Cheryl and uh, Kurtz and the farm, right off, right up top. And then they all just get into a physical brawl, which, man, when Weatherby pulls Jughead and T.T. into his office... It's like knowing that they are the heads of their respective gangs, but also do you notice that the farm was not involved in being brought into that, so he's not even including the farmies as a gang, yeah. even though they're a cult gang, and that's even scarier.
0: I don't think that they're considered a gang in the school, but they absolutely should be, but yeah, I mean, Riverdale High is being absolutely taken over by uh, gang activity, which at
1: Riverdale means, like, clubs. <laughs> Like, they're not really gangs. They're like clubs with different interests. Well, except for the fact that all of these gangs are bumping it up because now, you know, the gargoyles are essentially leaderless. The ghoulies are gone. Right. The gargoyles are now being usurped by the serpents. They're absorbed into the serpents. Usurping the serpents. (laughs) Into the serpents. And although that's also going to come back to bite them in the ass. But then Weatherby, when he's just like, one more strike... One more strike and then you're done at this school. It's like, what does that mean? They're in high school. I mean, I mean, yes, if they're a part of ga- if they're gang affiliated and they're causing trouble, but you would know. What is he- what even happens in that situation? Do you just kick out the whole gang? Well, you know,
0: it's hard to tell with Riverdale because there's actually. Like, I feel like, uh, in River- like in Riverdale, he's like you just have like have a school with just rampant gang activity, vi- gang violence, huge gang fights all the time, and Weatherby's like. With detention if this happens again, right? You, Meanwhile-
1: You stop! You
0: know, if this is like, if we're talking about like a school in a low-income community with kids of color, those kids would be suspended and expelled and pushed out of school and arrested and all of that, right? But in Riverdale, obviously, it's like, I'm I'm sick and tired of all these gang fights happening in the
1: hallways. I promise you, Shiv, one more. <laughs> oh, I, I ought one more murder happens in this school and I'm gonna <laughs> be upset about it. <laughs> I'm gonna take away your funding. i was like,
0: now weather be stepping in? Yeah, these are like officially, like, didn't they make it so that they're both like literally after school clubs? Like, I think they have like, b- like a budget from... The after school committee Didn't they They did that for a while With the serpents yeah. They made it an after
1: school club And meanwhile You got people like Kurtz Which How do we feel about Kurtz So we got Kurtz Who was the head Of the Gargoyles Or was he No he was the head of the, He was the ghoulies The gargoyles He was in the ghoulies
0: Gargoyles I think No, he
1: became the gargoyles Yes that's right <laughs> I get them confused now Because I can't see them In the masks anymore It's very confusing um, To have
0: some Similar sounding Gangs That aren't Differentiated by anything Other than Masks and their opposition to the serpents.
1: Yes, and also that one of them looks way more like uh, a group in the warriors than the other one does. True, and 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 so I do know that
0: Kurtz is like like we established last week. He's like strung out on G and G. Like it's not clear if he's strung out on drugs. Also, he does keep mentioning jingle jangle. And and yeah. let's or, or he's making
1: fizzle rocks. Fizzle rocks sorry, they're fizzle making rocks. The fizzle rocks. What year
0: am I in? Jingle jangle, fizzle yeah, rocks. Yeah,
1: right. Jingle jangles old news, <laughs> Molly. Jesus, new candy in town. But I think
0: I'm hung up on the fact that Jughead. You know, I love I love him, but I'm still hung up on the fact that he got his entire gang into this precarious situation by being like, "Hey, gang, don't deal drugs anymore," and. This is especially relevant for the end of the episode which when he saves his gang and we don't have to get there yet but I am outraged that Jughead tried to save his gang by stopping him from doing the things that usually like Makes a gang what a gang is, which is like...
1: That's what gangs do. Criminal activity
0: outside of the legal economy because they don't have any other way to participate in the legal economy because Hiram controls the economy in Riverdale. So they sell drugs. So Jughead, for some reason, is like, we're a wholesome gang now. And then his fucking community starts suffering. He kicks a bunch of people out because he's drunk on power. And then he fucks himself. And now he's got these strung out... People who are half strung out on drugs and half strung out on role playing, LARPing, (laughs) uh, and he he can't control them.
1: That's why they're stealing things out of the chemistry lab. They're LARPing. They are through a LARP, which I think that's my favorite part is that, like, they didn't steal things out of the chemistry lab. I mean, they did to make drugs, but also because it's a part of their role playing game, which is like, boys, do we not realize? I mean, let's put the cards down for a second. But then between Jughead doing that same thing with the serpents of trying to make them clean and trying to get them to listen to him, which how can you if you don't have enough to offer, there's also Ronnie, who doesn't want Daddy to be a part of the drug ring anymore, but casinos and using the prison for other ways to make illegal money, that's fine. Like, where, why? You can't choose which illegal activities. like, this one is it? never, never, never. But this one's like... This one can work for me, Daddy.
0: Veronica is is a hundred percent my least favorite character right now.
1: She is this episode, I mean, way more than Archie. This was an episode for Ronnie to just be like Girl, I know that Reggie is just like a hot, meaty side piece for you. But like, you're really letting his dumb brain get into your dumb brain because you ain't you're like especially not thinking right anymore
0: you know what i mean she's not thinking right but the thing is veronica like has never ever understood what she wants out of life (laughs) like her father sent her boyfriend to prison juvie prison (laughs) for two years two years he framed him He was trying to kill him. He was following him across the country, trying to kill him. (laughs) And Veronica is just like, okay, daddy, you can have your poker man come into the casino, but you better listen to me if I ask him to leave. Like, what the fuck is wrong
1: with Veronica? You owe both of these two big rig criminals a lot of money. They own that place now. That's not yours, honey. That's not how this works. If they want to come in and run train on everybody in there, they can do that. Because you owe them so much money. You should be fucking lucky. Lucky, Ronnie, that they don't just murder your ass.
0: I know. I Like, Ronnie... I don't know why I've like so lost my patience with Ronnie so much. So recently it's been happening for a while. Honestly, ever since the fucking murder trial of Archie, I'm like, Ronnie, needs right. to get her priorities straight. But like, she's, yeah. it's, it's, And I'm sorry to get political, but it's privilege. She's just, she has no consequences for anything she ever does. And her, her, like, literally she's in like $100,000 worth of debt to two people right now. But one of them is her father. And she's just like, (laughs) okay, daddy, if I do you a favor, knock 5% off my debt. 5% off. She's just like, she has no, like... I think Archie has no grip on reality, which is true, but Veronica has even less grip on reality because at least Archie could fucking survive in the woods, you know? As Ar- like where yeah. Veronica... He got
1: attacked by a bear, <laughs> kind of.
0: Like, Archie somehow made it from Canada, like, back to Riverdale. On foot, on foot. with a dog. <laughs> like, you know, dude ha- is, is at least able to, like, survive on his own, whereas, like, Veronica yeah. is just the most spoiled girl. She has no values other than looking out for herself and what's good for Veronica. She has forsaken Archie. Oh,
1: yeah. Threw him to the curb, Over and over
0: and over again to not cut ties with her daddy because she needs her daddy and so she stays with him no matter what he does. Hiram is a murderer. We know this. Yes. And Veronica is 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 sanctions it and i just cannot abide by it anymore
1: <laughs> well and especially when she's like how do we make more money reggie oh let's turn it into a casino but what if we're raided and she's like we've made provisions and then it's just close this curtain um <laughs> uh, put this up uh, put this table in front of it yeah no one will uh, if a, if a police come into there ronnie you think they're not gonna just like pull back a curtain and see if this like big shutter door window obviously opens where you keep all of the chips. Yeah. That's what they do. They're going to find it. That's not a good hide. It's not a good hide, but I'm a sucker. The things
0: that, that make me happiest in Riverdale are the most stylized, um, Like choreographed little sequences like that And so when they're like Oh yeah We have provisions for that And then like a special song plays And they show all their like Murphy (laughs) beds For all of the poker (laughs) things Like I was like completely into that Even though it was so stupid Because that's what Riverdale does best It's just like Here's gonna be like a really stylized little sequence uh, That makes no damn
1: sense But it's gonna look really cool And also that And that goes hand in hand with like The weird whatever um card maker, poker card maker, that Hiram brings into Le Bonne-oui. So he's trying to get now, he's going to start making cards out of the prison. And he's got this millionaire that's going to give him lots and lots of money so that the prisoners can make the cards, so everyone can make money. So he's trying to seduce him. And Gladys Jones, who is the, what is it, self-described... Joan Jett of Riverdale which, uh-huh. Molly The second she said Joan Jett of Riverdale I just went Yeah you are girl Yeah you are And I was like Oh god please 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 Let Let Gladys Jones sing And boy does she She does Boy howdy And I love that she uses that Where it's like Of course Girl get on stage You want to be on stage Get on stage And then just the I'm just a soul whose intentions so are good. Yeah. All I'll bleed is my bimbos, and I love it because. Gladys Jones is what I'm definitely going to, I'm going to keep sounding more and more like Gladys Jones in my head, Uh because another one, I feel like if I could just meld the pretty poisons with Gladys Jones, I would, that's what I want to be.
0: Yes, that's what I want to look like when I'm the mom of a teenager, 100%. Can
1: we just, can, can we just take just a minute just to talk about how hot Gladys Jones is? She is so sexy. She's such a wild card, if you will. And she's hammered all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Hammered all the time. But I hope that she never falls into fizzle rocks. Because that would be upsetting. Because, like, she doesn't take me for a kind of woman that's going to get into, like, the G&G territory. No,
0: because she's hammered all the time at her son's friend's mocktail bar like i still don't even know whether the fucking bonnie
1: serves alcohol or
0: not i think they do
1: i think they do i think they i think they bumped it up to make more money because at
0: first they only were going to serve mocktails like so i think that for a while we were supposed to believe that all these fucking mob bosses are hanging out the (laughs) bonnie drinking mocktails getting sugar
1: highs
0: (laughs) but now yeah last night gladys was like pouring herself Uh, You know, from behind the bar, and she said Reggie makes watery drinks. And so there is now real alcohol there, but she's just, she's not just a drunk, which I appreciate. She is getting drunk at the, at her son's peer friend, like good friend, like probably his like third closest friend, uh, illegal (laughs)
1: speakeasy bar, child bar. It makes, it just makes me so, the, the fact that also, yeah, it's the gang bar in town that everybody goes to no matter what. But that's why I'm glad that they, she's brought in the pretty poisons. So is that going to be then the pretty poisons new, like, that's their spot then? Does that mean that they're not going to eventually, like, let serpents in and that kind of stuff? So the serpents have their own HQ, right? And now they're, well, they're going to start creating their own, which we'll get into. Oh, my God, the whole sheriff's thing. And then the ghoulies are gone. Because Penny Peabody's gone, and then the gargoyles are usurped by the serpents. But then you know Kurtz is going to come out of the woodworks at some point with a new, brand new gang. So I'm assuming now that like, the Pretty Poisons is going to be the Serpent's White Worm, or like the Lebanui will be the serpent, like like to the Pretty Poisons, right?
0: I guess that's right. I keep wanting them to unite because it just is such they a have logical. To at some point. But at the same time, I know that there probably needs to be a lot more conflict. Before that'll happen.
1: Because I feel like essentially like the pretty poisons can work together with the serpents. They're just the girl gang and that's the dudes gang. Yeah. In this world of like keeping those things separate. I don't believe in those things. I think anyone can be in any gang they want to fucking be in. You know what
0: I mean? It's very grease, you know, like.
1: It is very grease. It's very much, you know, you've got your greasies and your pink ladies. (laughs) And I think that that's what they're doing with this. Yeah. Which also, fine, if they all want to have an orgy, I want to watch it
0: well and so another gang element of all this that is an important part of this episode that we haven't gotten into is this little mystery boy ricky d who archie finds because archie's temporary interest in boxing
1: which is almost over by the end of the episode thank god it is especially (laughs) him when he's just like you don't understand ricky when you when you're in the like what, what do you say it's like when you're in the joint And boxing is your life. It's like, Archie, you weren't in juvie for that long. Boxing is not your life, obviously. You keep making dumb boxing decisions. But honestly, boxing Archie now, kind of growing on me. How do you feel about boxing Archie? Well,
0: boxing Archie, okay, so I had the 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 most amount of positive feelings I've had towards Archie in...
1: I don't know since season one. In this episode, this was a redemption episode for Archie for me. And and
0: one of the things is, I think Archie is so dumb that he talks to everyone the same way. You know, like he talks to, he's just like, <laughs> yes. oh, because, like he always has the same. He talks to everybody like he really needs them, he really respects them, um, and yes. like. Uh, he just is like in a completely. He's just like cards on the table, like completely mutually respectful relationship with whoever he's talking to. Like which, I, which you know what, that's nice. Yeah. Which is
1: why Archie is Archie. That is the central part of the character.
0: Yes, right. It's true. Right. He's just like he can get along with everybody, and he's really sweet and yeah. open hearted. And I really liked the way that he related to Ricky. I was like. I love that they have a little kid here. I, I want more jelly bean. Like, I think that, you know, the teens are represented and I think having the tweens represented would be really fun. Um,
1: and eventually, essentially too, Ricky is living in the cubby hole in the boxing gym that Archie is now working at as well as boxing at. And so they, he walked in on him, just founding him while like, Flicking a lighter, yeah, flicking a lighter in the dark. So
0: Archie finds an orphan, basically, and uh, yes. and the orphan is that's like, what
1: this episode should have been called. <laughs> Archie finds an orphan,
0: and the orphan is like, <laughs> "Take care of me, Archie." And Archie, of course, is like, "Sure, uh, you know, please, I, I, I won't call social services because you're asking me not to." Um, and so he takes him home to his house, and then he drops him off at Pop's the next day. But well, yeah, what I liked about Archie was that he um, did not talk down to Ricky at all. He was very uh, respectful. Full of him They didn't And the whole show The script The writers Like they didn't Treat Ricky Like a little like where like he was just like a twelve year old who was like I've been He's a street kid yeah a street kid was like I've been fucked up by these these people branded me um and uh, and they marked me for death and of course we remember that Joaquin was branded and marked
1: for death and then die was killed and then Freddy was marked for death and man do they keep trying I mean not Freddy oh God Archie Ar- I'm sorry I just keep thinking about Fred uh, Fre- I, I keep thinking about Fred I know well it was really
0: sad when Luke Perry comes in at the end of the episode when he
1: comes in I I actually like I started to tear up a little I bit. I know I was like oh I say Fred
0: that. I know it's really it's really sad uh, but so right so Archie has been marked for death because he has the same brand um, and so we spend most of the episode with Archie and Ricky's plotline being like Archie's trying to help Ricky Ricky's like you can't send me back to social services these guys are after me my favorite part of the Ricky plotline is Archie leaves him at Pops all day uh, unattended and then he comes at the end of the day to get him and Pops like Oh, you looking for that little kid? A group of thugs chased he him left. out. <laughs> he A group, group of thugs chased him out that way. He drew this terrifying Pop, don't you have
1: a gun in here?
0: Pop, protect this child. Call the police. <laughs> a group of adult criminals just chased a child out of your restaurant? Call, I'm sorry. I don't endorse calling the police in reality most of the time, but in this case, I feel like Pop should have called the police. Also, FP would have come in and hunted these motherfuckers down. Yes, that's right. FP is the sheriff, so call FP. Yeah. He's trustworthy. And anyway, Pop is just like, oh yeah, he got chased out of here by a group of
1: adult criminals. and Very scary. Boys <laughs> probably did. I'm just like, imagine him, I'm just like, Pop, Pop, get a hold of yourself. And, so, and then, he yeah, happened was, huh, he was drawn a little ditty on this piece of paper. That he left behind. It was just like, Pop, where you been at? You not see you not reading the environment of Riverdale right now. Pop, shit's going down. Yeah. <laughs> and if a boy is drawing something like this. Satanic <laughs> sacrifice
0: drawing, Pop's just like, oh, you better find that
1: boy. No, oh, could be dead by now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Pop, thank you. Jesus Christ. But so they find Ricky, he's hiding in a in a the the former gargoyle hideout, right? <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. And when they find him, they also find a list of names of people who have been marked for death, and Archie's name is on it, and then Ricky's name is below. And so they're like, "Oh shit! Archie's been marked for death. We already knew that. Now Ricky's been marked for death. So you know, poor Ricky's the victim of, uh, you know, the the ghouls are after him." And we gotta help him So once again Archie takes Ricky Back to his
1: home Jesus Don't take him To your home Like it's like We can figure this out Some other way I
0: just don't think That you're literally Like allowed to take A strange child Who isn't yours And take him to your home Without calling The authorities Like I don't think I think
1: you do Have to Yeah right Don't you have You have to call The authorities uh, yeah. I think I don't think You should I don't just know have, the have A random
0: kid in your house And be like I found him he didn't want <laughs> to know I think we own him now. <laughs> he didn't want me to call anyone. You know, you can't do that. <laughs> like so Archie's sitting in the dark with Ricky, uh, playing video games, and they're having a good time. And then uh, they get a call from Miss Weiss. Can you remind me who Miss Weiss is and how we know her? Social <coughs> services bitch. Betty was like, Oh, I'll call Miss Weiss, and everyone was like, Oh yeah, good old Miss Weiss.
1: And I was like, <laughs> Oh, Miss Weiss, it's been here every every step of the way. <laughs> I'm assuming bitch? it is I honestly don't remember. I really don't remember. It's one of the many. I was like, who
0: is this? Anyway, they apparently have a friend in social services. They call her. She's like on it trying to find out who Ricky is. then she calls Reggie. I mean, Archie. And Archie steps into the further darkness, leaves the child unattended. and, And on the phone, this wife is like, his name is actually Ricardo DeSantis, as in Joaquin DeSantis' brother, which I don't really get why that's such a big deal because it's not like Joaquin was like like a ghost or something. Like he was just like a poor kid who
1: was also like tortured by the fucking warden. But at the same time, I still did the when I found out because it was like, oh, because he was a sacrifice. And then they're going and it's like, what is it about? Because then I thought it was going to feed into a bigger like, Lineage, generations, like that kind of thing, where it's like they're killing families. That's what I immediately thought. I was like, "Oh my god, they're killing families." That's why they and Um. I paused it because again, seeing myself was like, "That's why it's like they're going after Fred, and then they were going after Archie, Uh and like doing all that." And I was like, "But because you know, in I know that that's like a general thing, but I thought that's where they're going with it." Okay. And then we find out that's not where they're going that's with it. That's not where they're going
0: with it. What what they what He's we've...
1: violent! Get out of the house. He has a history
0: of violence and self-harm. And so then Archie goes and looks for the child in the dark, finds him with a knife, and and Ricky says, I'm sorry, but this is the only way they'll let me join their gang. And he said he wants to hurt Archie so that he can slice slice slice, slice him and so that he can be welcome. He starts slicing him. Just when hero Luke Perry, who man, I did not know how much I would miss Luke Perry until he was gone. Like I mi- I already it's like he needs him. He needs him in his life. Heartbreaking. And so he comes in and he he
1: saves him. Yeah, and he saves him. And I feel like, um, I think it's kind of fun that even the like the G and G heads or the gargoyles at this point, I love that they even know that a nine-year-old can play Archie. and They're like, you know what? We don't need to get, like, a full-grown dude after this guy. You know we need? Somebody that's on the same level as Archie. <laughs> I know, a kid. Why don't we get to bring this kid in here and this kid can fucking dupe him? It's like, man, they just really... <laughs> the second that they were like, he's violent and, like, and whatever, I was just like, oh, man, a kid's going after Archie? Because, honestly... He got pretty damn close to killing Archie of all the things. Like, even when Oh, because that's what it was. So Joaquin was the one that had stabbed him yeah. in prison as well. Joaquin had been charged
0: with killing Archie, but basically to save himself. I still have nothing but sympathy for Joaquin. I Joaquin, love Joaquin was just in a bad situation.
1: Yes. But then, does it have something to do with the fact that they're brothers? Like, is that something? Or am I I mean that I just could be being a crazy bitch right now, which, fair, I usually am, but... I
0: I feel like I was very confused by the plot line of their brothers, because, I, like I said, I felt like that was supposed to be, like, a (gasps) moment, but again, it's not like Joaquin was inherently evil. or It wasn't like he was a blossom or something, like, he came from a family of criminals. Like, Joaquin was just a kid who had been tortured by the warden, and... Marked for death himself and was trying to save Himself Um, and so yeah then this Kid is trying to still essentially trying To save himself by killing Archie So that he can be part of the gang and Yeah Archie is so hurt He's like you were playing
1: me you were playing me. I know, which actually was kind of sad, because then it was just like Lenny killing the rabbits. You know, it's like he did. It's like, I mean, you can't blame little kid too, though. You know, he, you're put into a situation. What are you gonna do? And he had the kill the red paladin card. Yes, which they find on the floor in the end. He had been
0: given the task to kill the red paladin. Everyone in Riverdale is just doing what they got to do to survive, except for Veronica, yeah. who is doing what she's got to do to get to get. Rich to because get her, she's herself she's prefer- trying to get rich. Yes, but-, but you know
1: what? Money gets you everywhere. And you know what? We haven't even talked about yet, Betty. Alice Smith. Now the fact that Alice is going by Alice Smith, which I called in the very top of the I was like, "Bitch going by Alice Smith, I see what you're doing." <laughs> and then when Betty is just like, "Oh, you're trying to sell the house," but what about this serial killer? That was fun. My father that showed us the snuff films right here in the living room, and I love I was like, "Yeah, Betty." That's fun. I really love when Betty's feeling sassy. Oh, and she's being very sassy right now. So Alice Cooper's trying to sell the house. But she does end up selling a house Because of an anonymous buyer Which I didn't know that could happen I don't know anything about like adult things
0: Well we're gonna find out Who that um, I guarantee you that anonymous buyer is
1: It's Edgar Evernever Edgar Evernever
0: Yeah Or or Hiram or somebody, somebody, it's somebody, you know, she was like, oh, it's very Riverdale. It's anonymous. Di- so it's its obviously got to be a villain of some kind. Um, yes. Yeah. She finally sells the house despite Betty trying to sabotage that. Also, Betty is kind of trying to sabotage Kevin's relationship with, th- with the farm, but like clearly doesn't have a strategy. The only thing Betty knows how to do, I'm sorry, I love her, but the only thing she knows how to do Whoa. is write articles <laughs> in the school newspaper. And so she's like, and she's meddling. She's like, I'm going to write an article in the school newspaper. And then farm bitch uh, and Kevin come and they're like oh you can't do that because we know all your mother's secrets about how you fucking killed a guy and had FP dissolve him with lie
1: fair (laughs) dude I mean very fair super fair she should have been prepared for that but at the same time what I immediately thought of was like girl you are a journalist quote unquote and you should know just because they know that information where is the proof there's nothing they can do about it. Just because somebody knows you did something, if they have no way to prove it, they can't prove it.
0: True, but that's a big gamble to be like, I definitely know that this happened. Where was, I mean, was it a, definitely happened. an abundance of evidence. We were talking about it at Pops all the time. FP, you know, burn, you're, at, at that point, you're just relying on the fact that FP was able to 100% dissolve his body in, with the yes. lie, and that is yeah. a, a gamble. I mean, I just feel like Betty has to... F- Betty needs to um, I know Betty's trying very hard And I support her But I also feel like She needs to think Completely outside The fucking blue and gold box I'm sorry You can't school newspaper Your way out of this Because they have Inside information on you You have to try to Take them down From the inside You cannot reason with Kevin He's been absorbed Into the cult
1: Which also When she picked up That Farmy's meeting flap And saw Kevin With his hand Over the Bunsen burner And then all of them Were standing there With their hands Over the Bunsen burners and I was just like I immediately was like what are they gonna obviously they're gonna do something fire we get it you know the rebirth and you know starting over rejuvenation La but does putting your hand over a Bunsen burner really make you ready to walk on hot coals <laughs> I don't think that it does I think it's more of a mind over I know it's a mind over matter thing but like that's a big jump Of just like, okay, Kevin, on Monday, you started with the Farmies. On Thursday, put your hand over a bunch of butter, because Friday night, you're walking on coals. Like, that's a lot to ask. Like, at least they took months of absorbing Alice Cooper before they they tried to drown her at the baptism. Yes, I mean...
0: They, they 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 have their process. And my, they have quite a process. They <laughs> have quite a process. I, I really love the lack of supervision, adult supervision at Riverdale High activities. Just go in the chemistry room. No adult needed. Use a bunch of
1: Bunsen. <laughs> I don't know what, you know what, they, they're little, but they're tiny pyros. You know, the other gangs, because that's the whole thing. The other gangs are the problems, but the farmies... Are running that fucking school. Yes, they're gonna take over, dude. They're running the
0: school, absolutely, and they're the most dangerous ones by far.
1: And you notice every time you, set, like, you see Evelyn, she's with more and more people. They're just getting more people, but then so you got Edgar ever never at the top getting all the adults, and then Evelyn getting all the kids, which, is that gonna be some sort of, like, marriage thing that comes down the line that's gonna end up being, uh, I mean, well, let's not think about that, but I feel like something nefarious is happening, maybe, between Edgar Evernever and Evelyn, throwing that out there? Uh, like a creepy father-daughter thing? Maybe? Uh Uh-huh. But I also, you know, it just, I've read a lot about sister wives, but I think that, so then at the end, you see Alice Cooper now all of a sudden trying to become a mother for three minutes of like miss you better start boxing up these boxes like mom I literally just saved your life so get off my fucking back (laughs) but she had a candle and she was putting her hand over the candle and when she goes to meet up with Jughead and Archie in the end when they're like this is gonna be the new serpent sheriff hybrid HQ did you notice the glassy look in her eyes that bitch is getting farmy, dude.
0: She did look glassy, but I assume she was glassy because she had just set her house on
1: fire and she was happy about it. I mean, she did just set her house on fire and she's happy about it. But do you think that down the line, do you think that she's going to get inside of the farm to get more information about the farm and that she's going to get swept up in the farm? Sabotage it from the inside a la... What she did to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Right. But then she might get actually swept up in it because it seems like, obviously they're using G&G, and it doesn't seem like they're using any candy involved unless they have their own version of candy or unless it's just like, you know, psychological takeover Uh from the Farmies. Uh But it could be more than that, and I feel like she's going to get accidentally taken in. Yep. Because what do you think, like, burning down the house doesn't
0: solve your problems it doesn't I she just did that to stop her mom like I feel like she did it to right I mean she definitely created more problems but I feel like she just she was happy because she was like my mom had her plan and now I sabotaged her plan
1: hmm. okay so you don't think there's anything deeper there no there certainly
0: might be I mean I I I like that Betty Is like the last holdout I mean None of the four You know Betty, Jughead, Archie, Veronica None of them have been Supped into the farm But like And Josie has not thank goodness So like I like that those kids Are all still holdouts From the farm Um, Yeah I don't know I mean it's certainly possible That uh, I mean I think that Maybe, right, maybe Evelyn's not Edgar's kid, and she's just an operator from the, maybe she's his wife or something, because she definitely is just in Riverdale to recruit
1: people, you know, in Riverdale High to recruit people. Yeah. I mean, cer- and certainly none of them go to school, so that whole <laughs> school part doesn't really matter. Although
0: we did have a nice scene of them all hanging out in the in the student lounge again this, this class, or this episode, which I missed. Which was
1: very cute. Yeah. It was very, I do, yes, I do miss, I miss them in the lounge having their gab fest, and then oh, Kev walks by, won't even acknowledge them. I know. But he's in too deep, and Betty's the only one that has the time to care. And also, we just have to throw it out there that now all of the serpents are going to be working with the sheriffs, which I don't... He's going They're going to be working with FP. Yeah. And so that's why they're getting their HQ. So that means that they're going, like... I feel like that's too close to, like... They're going to be what? a cop gang. The fucking cop gang. Drughead
0: said, stop selling drugs... Because we want to be like legit And now they're going to be like a rogue Illegal fucking Vigilante wing Of the Riverdale Police Department <laughs> It's awful It's absolutely yeah. awful And they're like and I love the FB it's This is like gang of kids who like literally live outside And FB is like you can get a little bit of money and some credit for college applications these guys don't even go to school none of them go to school they don't care and they're they're like he's
1: like who's in and they're all like yeah all right yeah i'm into you know what i do want to go legit (laughs) it's like yeah it's like what are you talking about they have they are not the cheryl blossoms of this school they are not thinking about moving upward and outward they're just getting by, man. Yeah, they're trying That's to part survive. Of being in the gang.
0: Yeah, like yeah. they have been boxed out of everything legit in Riverdale for their entire lives, which is why they are a gang in the first place and why they've existed. And now they're like, let's be the fucking armed wing. I mean, not not armed, the unarmed, I guess, wing of the fucking police department. I'm like not, you know, I am not thrilled about the Serpents becoming cops. Not thrilled at all.
1: No, no, and I don't think that this is gonna. Bu- and you know, I love FP as sheriff. But this ain't going to be good. No. But what do you think is going to end up happening? I feel like they're going to get, something is going to happen that they're going to, it's going to, I know it involves the prison. I don't know what it is yet, but it involves the prison. That there are going to be some sort of clash about them trying to take down, or it's just going to be gang v. gang violence and that's what the problem is. But if they're not going after the violent side of it, because then you've got Wild card Kurtz over here that almost killed fangs in the hallway of the school and yet still didn't get kicked out of school you've got him that he's gonna come in with a new pack of wild rabbits looking for play Yeah. Yeah, I said the wild rabbits. (laughs) That doesn't mean anything of what I wanted to mean. But with context clues, you get what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I know the feeling of what you're trying to say for sure. Thank you. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen, but all I know is that I am excited about it. There wasn't as much kissing in this episode, but you know what? There's a lot to get through. There's a, there'll be some kissing because I'll bet you that Betty's gonna move in with Jughead. Oh, she's gonna have to. And I I am wondering if there's gonna be some sort of like what uh, the FP Alice thing is gonna come to a head at some point. But I know we're gonna watch some sort of drunken kiss fuck between Cladis Jones and FP. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah Mm, That's gonna be some dirty, dirty sex Ooh, and it's gonna be like Rife with the emotions of like You had my children And Mm. it's been so long Uh, uh, Yeah, that's gonna be I get weak
0: That that is gonna be my all-time favorite sex Of the
1: entire series Very, very much so Thank you guys so much for joining us this week We're going to be back next week, and Lord knows, I think it's going to be a big in. I think it's going to be a big in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's next up Farmy's big plot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're building. Oh, we're building. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I'm a I'm a This show is made possible by listeners like you.